Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We're located in Grove City, Ohio, right on the southwest side of Columbus. I'm Brother Slayball. Well, good Friday to you. A burr. We got that cold Thursday out of the way. A little nippy yet this morning, but it's warming up today. Better tomorrow, and upper 60s by Sunday, and spring is a-coming. And we're looking forward to a great weekend here at Bible Baptist Church. We have our men's breakfast uh, tomorrow morning, and uh, Pastor John Connor of Liberty Baptist Church is going to be speaking for us at our men's breakfast, and we look forward to that. And then Sunday is coming, and our first Sunday of March, 9.30, 10.30, and 5.30 for our services. Uh, 9.30 is Sunday school and Bible classes, 10.30 is morning service, and 5.30 is the evening service. Our Spanish church meets the same time, 9.30, 10.30, and 5.30 on Sunday, and we invite our Hispanic friends out to those services. So it'll be a great Lord's Day. If you can come out and join us, we'd love to have you. And I hope you have a church that you attend and that you're faithful to and that you're serving in, that you'll be in your place ready to serve the Lord on the Lord's day. But listen, let's just start this month off, uh, this month of March, with praising the Lord. And I want to talk to you a little bit about let's just praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13 and verse number 14, where the Bible says, For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Let's make sure that we give him the sacrifice of praise continually, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The Duke of Wellington, the great British military leader who defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, was not an easy man to serve under. He was brilliant, but he was demanding, and he was not one to shower his subordinates with compliments. Yet even Wellington realized that his methods left something to be desired. In his old age, a young lady asked him what, if anything, he would do differently if he had his life to live over again. And Wellington thought for a moment, and then he said, I'd give more praise. The brilliant physician and writer Oliver Wendell Holmes on the subject of flattery. Dr. Holmes loved to collect compliments. And when he was older, he indulged his pastime by trying by saying to someone who just praised his work, uh, you know, I'm a trifle deaf. Do you mind repeating that a little louder? <laughs> Every good gift we have that any of us have received from cradle up to now has come from God. If a man just stops to think what he has to pray God, praise God for, uh, there's enough to keep him singing praises for a lifetime. Psalm 22 and verse 3, the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. Here in Hebrews, the writer tells us we're to offer to God praise continually. The psalmist said it this way, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I remember growing up in the little country church we went to. We closed the service with praise God from whom all blessings flow. That was our chorus at the end of every service. 
focus on three words. I want to focus on three words we can praise the Lord for. The first word of praise I want to share with you today is grace. Oh, is there a sweeter word to mankind? Grace, the unmerited, undeserved love, favor, help of God. Oh, the difference in your life, my friend, before salvation and after salvation is grace. No wonder Paul would write, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Now, there's, there's different, different kinds of grace. There's sovereign grace. Grace is sovereign. What's that mean? It begins and ends with the Lord. Man doesn't initiate salvation. God did. Man didn't provide the means of salvation. God did. Man didn't seek God. God seeks man. God sought man, and he still seeks man. God saw the need of man and provided a Savior to cleanse us from our sin. Then he provided his word, and he provides the Holy Spirit to draw us to him and to guide us into all truth. What we're saying is it's all by God's grace. It's sovereign grace, but it's also saving grace. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus didn't come to teach, but none ever taught better. He didn't come to be an example, but none lived better. He didn't come to do miracles, but none showed more power than he did. He came to save men from their sins. He came to die. The innocent for the guilty. The pure for the impure. The clean for the unclean. The holy for the unholy. 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. To say you're saved in any other way is a disgrace. Disbelief is is apart from belief or without belief. And if you think you're saved any other way, it's without grace. And there's only one way to be saved, and that's by saving grace, the grace of God. So there's sovereign grace, there's saving grace, but there's also sufficient grace. God would tell Paul when he asked to get rid of the thorn, God said, I can get rid of that thorn, but you won't have my grace. And I want my grace to be sufficient for you. Grace. Grace is our source of power when our problems are perplexing. Grace is the spring of our tenacity when the trials endeavor to trip us up. Grace. It's that element of hope we feel when we're harassed and helpless. Grace. It fortifies our faith when we're frustrated. Grace, it allows us in times of trouble to look up instead of falling out. Grace, it allows us to hold on when it appears that others are attempting to hold out. Grace, it enables us to calm down during the complexities of life. Now, I'm not telling you it's going to douse everything and wash away every situation, but it will enable us. To rationalize the trouble away. No, no, it won't. We won't get the trouble away. Grace not going to enable us to escape the trial. It's not going to uh, just blunt the pain. It's not going to erase the difficulties. The daily irritations will come. The problems will still be there. The trials will still be there. But it, it will help us not to worry. It'll help us not to be anxious. It'll help us to focus on the goodness and greatness of God and how he brought you through the last time, and he'll bring you through again. It's grace that brought us safe thus far, and grace will lead us home. That's assuring, my friend. That's reassuring. You see, grace isn't dependent on our actions. Grace is not because we're obedient. Grace isn't because you were in church every Sunday. Grace isn't because you tithed your income. Grace is given to us because God loves us. 
There's no merit to grace. There's no deserving of grace. That's why he says there's no limit to his love or his mercy or his grace. He knows us, and we, he gives abundantly of his grace. That's why he says, my grace is sufficient for you. God will allow a sense of his presence, a sense of his peace, a sense of stillness. Grace allows us to understand that though on the surface the pain seems unbearable, just below the surface, grace lets it become endurable. Grace is always there. When we're filled with happiness and no apparent concerns, grace is still there, pouring into our cup, overflowing, so that when the next trial tips into our lives, we're secure enough to say, God's grace is sufficient for me. So God's grace not only saves us from eternal death, it saves us from a defeated life. He saves us by putting his life inside us. Christ liveth in me. Christ liveth in me. Oh, what a salvation is this, that Christ liveth in me. Jesus said, I've come, you might have life, and you might have it more abundantly. Grace saves us from our sinful nature. And the good news is we can always get more grace. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace, that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Thank God for grace. Praise him today for grace for sovereign grace, for saving grace, for sufficient grace. And then the second word is the gospel. Oh, 1 Corinthians 15, the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I praise God for the gospel, the good news. That ought to occupy a place of praise. Oh, the message of the gospel is Jesus Christ, who he is, what he's done, what he's done for sinners. The good news, the gospel is the message of the love of God for mankind. And the gospel is a message of hope, a message of peace, and a message of power. I want to praise him for the message of the gospel and for the ministry of the gospel. When I received the gospel of Christ, it established me. It settled me. It put me in a fixed state. I'm in the fixed state of forgiveness. I'm in the fixed state of cleansing. I'm, I'm no longer uncertain about the future. I'm no longer uncertain about eternity. It's permanent. It's settled. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Oh, my friend, my hope is in Jesus Christ. The ministry of the gospel is to, is to go into all the world and preach that gospel to every creature. Oh, praise him today for his grace. But praise him today for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then let's praise him thirdly for glory. Glory is brightness. Glory is splendor. Glory is significance. The Bible says that God is worthy of all glory. He's worthy of all splendor. He's worthy of all magnificence. He's worried of all worship. And whether I eat or drink or whatsoever I do, listen, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, we are to all to the glory of God. Now, how do we give glory to him? How do we live? Whether we eat, drink, or whatsoever we do, we do it by, number one, doing his will, living by the word of God, the will of God is found in the word of God. I was saved because God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now I am to live for his will and not mine. I'm to do what he wants, not what I want. I'm to follow the spirit and not the flesh. I'm doing his will. I long to do thy will, O Lord. And God reveals his will in his word. So I bring glory to him when I do his will and when I follow Jesus Christ. What God has done he has done through his son, Jesus Christ. And what I do for God will be done through his son, Jesus Christ. Not only is Christ the only avenue for salvation, 
He's the only access to God for the saints. He's our advocate to the Father for our prayers to God, for he ever liveth to make intercession for you and for me. And we bring to bring glory to God, we must do it through our relationship with Jesus Christ. There's no other way to come to God, but there's no other way to serve God. There was a no, there's no other way to draw nigh to God, but through his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. He deserves glory. Let's just praise the Lord for his grace, for his gospel, and for his glory. Will you give him praise today? Will you take the month of March and make it a month of praise to God? Will you take time each day to just praise him for his grace, praise him for his gospel, and praise him for his glory? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Oh, that's a good chorus. Why don't we praise him all through the month of March? I'm going to do that. I hope you will as well. Let's just praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to Words to Encourage Radio. I look forward to being with you again on our broadcast come Monday. And of course, I'll see some of you at church on Sunday. But have a wonderful, wonderful Lord's Day. And until Monday, this is Brother Slayball reminding you, be good to everyone because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.